Warning! This episode contains foul language, discussions of mental health, and potentially controversial opinions about celebrities. podcast for all things strange, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, creepy, sticky, gross, scary, and everything in between. Each week, we sit down with a special guest and we talk about something weird. And this week, just the two of us, we are continuing on with your favorite topic and ours, conspiracy theories. Joe and Ashley led the way on our last episode with some fascinating conspiracies and a look into why we grasp so dearly to these theories. Tonight we will just get a bit lighter, we think anyway, as we tackle some more wild conspiracy and celebrity theories. So cover your laptop camera, grab your burner phone, tighten your tinfoil hat, and let's jump right in. My name is Lauren, and this is my beautiful co-host, Ashley. Hi, weirdos. Aw. <laughs> Put in beautiful oh, today. So just really <laughs> feeling it. <laughs> um, burner phone. That's a good one. Um, I was trying to think last week of... <laughs> Well, I was trying to think, like, oh, man, what are some conspiracy nut? It was like, like tinfoil hat is line the, the walls one. with newspapers. Right. <laughs> and I always think of covering the laptop camera because my mom Dude. is a big proponent of that. She Mine's always has covered. a sticky note after it. Yep. There you go. You too. It's like, why yeah. keep it open? Why allow people to watch you 24-7? If you knew how easy it was to hack into a cameras... Computer. Uh, yeah, into the the camera on your computer, you would cover yours too. Plus, like, I don't need anyone seeing me pick my nose. I know. I'm like, I'm never doing anything flattering. Like, no, whatever. It's not like, I'm nude. I'm just <laughs> doing gross shit that no one wants to see. Whenever I see things of like, which FBI agent is tapping your phone? Like, people just like trying to kind of make a joke out of it, even if it might be true. I'm just like, man, the weird things that my FBI agent assigned to me has to listen to. You know, this or like, poor guy. seeing me watch endless TikTok videos is really what he's doing. So that's fine. I feel like my FBI agent would have a, his work cut out for him because the conversations Joe and I have are like, I'll literally say something and I'll be like, I hope the NSA did not hear that because (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be on a list. Yeah, I am a little more worried for you. I won't lie. And actually, I'm the most worried for Joe. Oh, man. He says a lot of things that could get him in, you know, some deep trouble if someone was really paying attention. (laughs) It's all right, though. That's why we love him. And your guys' episode was so good. Like, Thank you. I mean... I could listen to you guys talk all day just because I love you both and the topic was fascinating. But I also, I even told you this over text, was a little relieved that I wasn't on the episode only because of the vaccination talk and how angry it makes me. And it would be so hard for me to take any kind of like middle ground just for the sake of getting the information out on the episode. I would have just probably been screaming the entire time because especially I cut out at least a page of my notes that was ang- just angry angry ah. rants 
Yeah, it's horrible. And I mean, I've always really had an issue with anti anti-vaxxers, but since having Wilder, I'm even more like, how would you not try to protect your child and protect your yeah. life from these things? Like it just, anyway, again, I didn't want to get into it, but no, you guys <laughs> did here great. We are. And Joe just went in and I loved it. I was on the other really end just off. saying, amen, amen <laughs> to everything he was saying, because it was all correct. I actually had to cut some of it. I'm sure you I did. wish I had saved the stuff that I cut as like it was a little treat. I could have posted on the Patreon like if you want to hear a man curse. Right. Endlessly. A lot. <laughs> a ooh, whole bunch. Ooh, ooh. How was your dinner? How was your dinner? Oh my gosh. Did you have the prosciutto caprese? Girl, you know I had the prosciutto caprese. <laughs> it was so good. It was good. so good. It was I- so good. I already love prosciutto with anything. Like, I will throw it on my cheese board. I will just shove it in my face on its own, whatever. But to crisp it up and mm-hmm. put it in that pasta with the Alfredo and then a little bit of pesto on top, it was Licking dreamy. My chops. I know. Uh, it Am was I so good. salivating right now? It was so good. Guys. Um, I'm gonna sh- shout it out again. We we do we are not sponsored by Home Chef. We just <laughs> both happen to use Home Chef and love Home Chef. And I do have um I just got another three boxes, like free boxes. So if you wanna try it or, you know, in these weird times or struggling to get food on the table and you want a free meal, or if you know someone you think might want a free meal, just shoot me a message and I, I basically just plug your email in and you get a you get a link emailed to you. It's super simple. So if you want to try Home Chef I should check if I get those free boxes too I because I feel like you. Yeah, because I feel like I get notices all the time that are like, hey, refer friends and blah, blah, blah. So basically, if I look and I have that as well, then we can give away six free boxes between the <laughs> two of us. So get excited, guys. Let us know if you want to try it. It's so good. And then we can gush about it. You we can, can join us. <laughs> we love to gush about our dinner. And it was creamy, but I didn't think it was overly creamy. That's another mm-hmm. thing I wanted to add is it was Alfredo sauce, which sometimes can come off a bit heavy, but I thought it was perfect. And you know, it was that tablespoon of water. I know. It's the water, guys. <laughs> it just really helped with the sauce. I also threw in some spinach. I took some liberties. We added some spinach to feel a little bit healthier. Not that it like was horrible in the first place, but it was real good. Loved it. Loved it. Wish I had another bowl of it. Same. Before girl. we get to the conspiracies, I got to give a huge shout out to our patrons. Woo woo. Patrons. We do have we a Patreon, you. guys. Patreon is the way we make money for the show, so you all don't have to listen to 15 minutes of ads every week. Yeah. It's a site that you can go to and donate $1, $5, $10 to the show, and in return, you get bonus material. Just to refresh, $5 patrons get a discount on merch and a newsletter every month filled with extra content and horror movie news and reviews and some real-life scary stories that don't make it into our LGS episodes. And $10 patrons get a bigger discount on merch, the newsletter, and a bonus hour-long episode every month. And like I said... That money all goes to our show and keeping us up and running and able to produce content for you every month. So we really, really appreciate it. We do. And we have some new patrons this month. I'm very excited to welcome. We've got Nick Sutter Downs. I know him. Really? Sorry, I just got so excited. He's from Peoria. Why? K, which is yes. so cool. I grew up doing theater with him. Oh my Nick, gosh. I love you. Okay. Hi, Nick. It's so nice to meet you. 
I'm sure I've talked to you online. We've also got <laughs> Allison S. Hi, Allison S. Hi, Allison. Allison with one L. Ooh. Also very cool. And Allie Beth just bumped herself up a level and gets to start enjoying a ton of bonus episodes dating back to like three years ago. Yeah, girl. Welcome. Yeah, that's also a huge plug for our patrons. Like once True. you join or go up a tier, you get access to all the stuff we've posted. It's not like, oh, I'll just get the episodes from now on. Nope. You get yeah. everything. Yeah, so if you're one of those, like, I binge the show and I'm all caught up and I have to re-listen to old episodes to get my fix kind of listeners, there's a way to get 30 to 40 more episodes of the show. <laughs> right. It's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, and that's all I had to say. Hi, patrons. Thank you so much for um, for joining us and helping us Welcome. out. Welcome. So you want to chat conspiracy theories? Mm, uh, <laughs> always. <laughs> all of the I love time. how you're like, oh, we're lighter this week. And I was like, hmm. Are we? I know. I, I was <laughs> I was trying to make people feel better. Mine is a little lighter, sort of. Well, yeah, it is. I but mean, I know definitely lighter than like not vaccinating your children and yes. killing like thousands of people. <laughs> That's more what I was going for is like last for week sure. it was like you guys were going in pretty hard as well you should. It was a great episode, but I think both of us were sort of like, okay, maybe we'll focus a little more on the celebrity world, which can of course have a darkness to it but you know it's it's celebrities so we can have like a little bit of fun with it it's a little different um mine is probably a lot lighter than yours though so (laughs) (laughs) i just thought this was such a fun theory and it gave me the same like joy and pep as my Beatles conspiracy theory did and i so enjoyed doing that episode and watching joe die a slow death on the chair next to me as he listened to the horrors that I was listing off. Joe was Um, legitimately furious. He was so mad. And like all of us at the end of the episode were like, was any of that legitimate? Probably not. But did we have a good time? Me and Ashley did. Joe did not. So take everything that I'm saying for what you will. But I think this theory has some interesting thoughts. So we all know about Britney Spears, right? <laughs> We've all... Which part? <laughs> I know. So we all know she's a person, first of all. Of course, we all yes. love Britney. It's Britney, bitch. But lately, I'm I'm not even doing her most recent conspiracy theory, but I just want to shout out to it. Lately, poor I was Britney say, has... Because it's not a conspiracy? Not. Yeah, it's real. We've all found out that she's like under this conservatorship. Uh, with her father and she basically has like zero rights to her own life and it's horrible but then to make it even worse she's making these like cringeworthy videos online where it almost seems like even now her live-in boyfriend is in on the control and there's been some really sketchy videos where it seems like he's like forcing her to do things and she looks scared out of her mind in all the videos so that's just what's going on today but I think it's all a result of what she's been through her entire life and possibly being a pawn for the government earlier Excuse in her me. career. <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about today. Poor Brit Brit. She has been through a lot. But did you know that she was once connected to George Bush during the Bush administration? No. <laughs> Everyone pieces them together, Ashley. You're the only one. I'm just kidding. Nobody knew about this. Okay. So <laughs> It's not huge news. It's actually funny how few articles I found on this, but I was like, hey, this, I mean, this information isn't nothing. 
So during the Bush administration, basically any time that something big was happening to George Bush, which was quite a bit, he had quite a job while he was in office and didn't do a lot of great things, messed up quite a bit. Also, the credit I will give him was had a huge task on his plate when 9-11 happened. And like, that is not easy for anyone. So no, yeah, bad like bad things were That's happening. That's one of those things that, that you can like criticize and then it's like what would you do in that situation it's like well i i, I don't well, know. i would have and it's yeah. like yeah okay so sit down you don't have yeah. any idea you can say no words sir yeah. take several seats yeah so you have to give him that credit but it was just it was kind of a mess of an administration but somebody got online and made the tie of basically anytime something really big happened to George Bush, it sort of got pushed aside in the news because of what was going on with Britney Spears. And it is a little crazy how many of these dates lined up. So I'm going to go into some of these. On January 5th, 2004, Bush, okay, so a year earlier, sorry, Bush had one of his guys named Scooter Libby, He was in the news because he accidentally blew the cover of a CIA agent named Valerie Plame, and everyone was calling it Plamegate because it was a huge deal. Um, All these classified documents got out because of her name getting out. And yeah, there was a ton of fallout, and Scooter Libby was about to get indicted once we fast forward to January 5th, 2004. It was going to be a huge deal. Also, Matthew Broderick's character on 30 Rock, if anyone watched that show, was a spoof on Scooter Libby, and it was hilarious but that's just a side note so his indictment was coming up scooter was about to get in a whole lot of trouble and lo and behold the night before the news is broken that britney spears married her childhood friend jason alexander in las vegas for exactly 55 hours um everyone went crazy it was splashed across all the magazines because people were like whoa At this point, Britney was kind of the pop star that had it all together. She was putting out albums, touring, being on every awards show. We all just knew her as like the Britney that worked hard. This was before. Was that her first marriage or was she married to Kevin Federline before that? This one was first. So that's another reason it was a big deal because it was kind of like, I guess you could say the biggest thing since like the Justin Timberlake breakup that broke us all. So people were like, what the hell? And... Uh, Her friend Jason Alexander took to the news and was like, yeah, it wasn't just a booty call. Um, It was just a friend calling me up and saying we should go to Las Vegas, blah, blah, blah. Just trying to say that getting married in Vegas was no big deal when everyone else is like, "Um, excuse me, like Um. you actually got married and divorced within 55 hours. That's not nothing to scoff at. But because of that news splashing across everywhere, the news of Scooter Libby did kind of get scooted to the side because Britney Spears truly just has that much power. So even though, yes, people do remember that story, it wasn't as splashed around because of that. So then two years later, April 2006, Bush's approval rating is at an all-time low. It's at 38%. And this is right around when Britney was seen driving with her infant son, Sean, on her lap rather than in a car seat. And later, maybe a month or so later, child welfare officials and the sheriff's department came to investigate an injury that Sean sustained from falling out of his high chair. So people, again, stopped talking about George Bush. His approval rating stopped being news. And it was all covered up by why is Britney Spears such a hot mess? Why is she a terrible mother? And again, like every headline, even like the crawl on CNN and Fox News was talking about Britney Spears and her children. You know what was funny about that one is 
that it was 2000 April 2006 so I was still uh-huh. in high school I still lived in southern Illinois and uh, I remember when she got everyone was freaking out about the baby on the lap and stuff yes in the car and it's not like that was like a common thing where I'm from like we know what baby seats are like we know you know what I mean like we know right. how dangerous that is but it was one of those things where I was just like because of where I was from I was like why is the entire world making such a big deal out of this <laughs> Ashley I'm so happy you said that because I was sort of in the same boat I can't like, tell you how many truck beds I rode in I was and just like, gonna say like we 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 lived out in the country we lived in the middle of nowhere and again this did not happen all the time you guys no. I promise like there and never were even spe- me, but it was like right. one of those things where I was like, I don't get it. I mean, maybe an know. hour's worth of news could be devoted to this. <laughs> right. But and it was like weeks people could not stop talking about it. So again, it's like, yeah, this kind of goes along with the theory of like, w- nobody can stop talking about Britney Spears when she is in the gosh darn news. So it was, yeah, it was the biggest deal in the world. And then that same year, November 6th, the day before a midterm election in which Republicans were about to potentially lose 33 Senate seats and the entire House, Britney Spears announces her split from Kevin Federline. And again, everyone went insane. Every magazine, every news source on television. It it didn't matter if it was Fox or if it was CNN. Everyone lost their goddamn minds and was like, Britney Spears and K-Fed are getting a divorce and we all don't know what to do. It didn't break hearts the way the Justin Timberlake breakup did, but people were just shocked because it like Britney and K-Fed were just everywhere. That was the news. That was the thing. People sort of loved to hate them because K-Fed was so freaking weird and nobody really understood why Britney was with him. Was he a but- dancer? I think so, and maybe like an amateur rapper. <laughs> right. Okay. I don't oh, think he's not he had a amazing talent. I just Googled it. K Fed, an American rapper, DJ, actor, television personality, professional wrestler, and fashion model. Oh, wait. Oh, he, yeah. His career began as a backup dancer. Yeah. Okay. He was a dancer. So he was a dancer. He was a backup dancer, and all that other shit it was made up. <laughs> He basically claimed to be everything you can possibly be in the entertainment business. He was like, I'm a model. I'm a news anchor. I'm, I'm all of it. But no, he was a, he was a very special guy that KFIT. And so when they got divorced, everyone just went nuts. There was a huge custody battle on top of it. So not only was it just like, oh, these two celebrities are divorcing. It's like, who's going to get the kids? And then Britney had to start being pretty consistently tested for drugs because of the things that had happened earlier in the year. And was Mm -hmm. she out of control? And were her kids getting hurt on her watch? And would she be safe around them? So I don't even think she got to see her kids for a very long amount of time. And they were in Kevin's custody, which is so sad. Um, And probably led to, I mean, some of the meltdowns we saw, but... Yes. Or or did they? We'll see. So then February 2007, Bush announces the reformation of Al-Qaeda. And everybody goes insane about this at first when the news breaks because they're like, hey, you're going to try and reform Al-Qaeda right now when you've been saying since 9-11 that you were going to hunt them down and eliminate them? Like this was when everyone in America was riled up and was like, terrorists gone. Any country we don't understand infiltrate and kill them all you know like everyone was going crazy because yeah, we they real. were so we emotional those, about we 9-11 songs on the radio 
Yeah, it was just like, go get them terrorists and kill them now. That wasn't how any song went, but you know. No, what I mean. but it was, see, that was the <laughs> message, basically. <laughs> totally. So for everyone who was supporting Bush and who had initially, you know, elected him because of his ideals was furious because all of a sudden they're like, oh, you're just going to try and reform this group and like work with them. This is not okay. So people are starting to lose their minds. But before they could get too angry about it this was the exact same night that britney spears left rehab shaved her head and attacked a paparazzi van with an umbrella the famous meltdown that we all know and love to this day yeah but also like my proudest britney spears moment oh my gosh i was also like i was not a fan of britney i didn't get it i didn't really like celebrities i definitely didn't like pop music and when that happened i was like okay Mad respect. (laughs) I can fuck with Britney Spears. It weirdly humanized her as much as people were making fun of her and judging her in that moment. I do think it humanized her for other people to say, okay, celebrities are just like us. They might have a mental breakdown. They might have a full-blown panic attack and not know what to do. And she, her life was in shambles with the divorce, the custody battle, Yeah, everything going on in her personal life just finally got to her and just being forced to work and work with no reprieve ever. Like her life was just working since she was a kid. She finally snapped and it did humanize her a little bit. But it's crazy that I never knew it happened on the exact same night that Bush made this announcement. So people were able to get riled up for a hot second. But then it was like, Britney Spears loses her mind. Yeah, but then I was like, we've got more important things to deal with. Yes. Britney so attention has no hair. was shifted. Yeah, Britney's bald and she has an umbrella and we don't know what she's going to do with it. So we all lost our minds. Attention was shifted yet again. Then March 14th, 2007, Attorney General Alberto Gonzalez admits Quote, mistakes were made in the firing of eight U.S. attorneys who did not seem loyal enough to Bush. And that, again, looked really bad for the administration because he was going back on something that Bush had done with the firing and disagreeing with it and saying, you know, I'm going to speak out against this. We did make mistakes, specifically George Bush made some mistakes. So it's not looking good. Everyone in the Bush administration, as per usual, starting to look like a hot mess, getting a lot of judgment from the people. But that very same day, it was announced that Britney found a new romance in rehab with a musician named Jason Filiaw, who I looked up and is doing like absolutely nothing this day. But I think maybe at the time he was a little more famous. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. But yeah, I don't people recognize just, that name. No, not at all. If you Google him, there is not much. But he was an amateur musician. And it was just big news that since the Kevin Federline split, she had found a new man and it was in rehab of all places. So again, splashed across everywhere. Everybody went nuts. And the Attorney General news kind of got slipped under the radar again. So we could all focus on our pop princess. And after that, Britney drama actually slowed down around the 2008 election. Isn't that convenient? Either because uh, she, this was also when she got put in her conservatorship under her father's watchful eye 24-7. So, I mean, there is a logical explanation. Her life changed drastically when her dad became her conservator. But also, was it because her services were no longer needed from George W.? After the election, you can decide what you think of that, but (laughs) (laughs) 
It is interesting that as soon as that presidency was over, we didn't hear much for a while. So, um, conspiracy theorists, of course, also like to point to that some years later, when Fahrenheit 9-11 came out, that Michael Moore documentary, Britney Spears actually makes a cameo in it and speaks very positively of the president when somebody asks her um, if she agrees with the decisions he made and if she supports him. And she comes forward saying, of course I support him. Um, I think he's our president and we should always back what he does. We have no idea what it's like to be in his shoes, yada, yada, yada. She goes in like very unwavering support for this man. So again, even though things had been kind of done and over for a little bit, people saw this documentary and were like, oh, see, she was totally in his pocket. She was totally in an alliance with this man. Why is she being so supportive of him? It feels very out of the blue otherwise, unless you look at all the other connections. But then a lot of the non-believers like to come forward and find a big hole in the theory. If you're going to go down all of Britney's scandals showing up at the perfect time, then why on earth did her and Kevin Federline ever release their terrible reality show in 2005 called Britney and Kevin Chaotic on UPN? Because it was a dumpster fire. Entertainment Weekly called it career suicide by video cam. And pretty much all critics hated it. And it was released in 2005 when nothing really scandalous was happening in the White House. And uh, the only thing going on at the time was a story about how George W.'s life had been threatened by a Russian man named Vladimir Artunian. And that would have been a new story they would want to come forward. So there'd be no reason to brush that under the rug. So why would the reality series need to be released? And there goes the theory is what the non-believers are trying to say, because apparently I never watched the show, but if it was just that bad, they would have released it at a better time, I guess, to be a distraction. So that is one of the ways people are trying to find a big old giant hole in it. But I don't know. I'm still kind of on board. And the reason I'm on board is because of this next little portion. Maybe she didn't realize she was working for Bush. Yeah, that's this is what another I was going to say. Like, I doubt that she would have been privy to that information. Yeah, exactly. I don't think Brittany was actually on the inside. Like, yes, these things could have been happening for a reason at the same time, but there could have been some kind of control that was not Brittany's under it. So... I say to those people saying, well, why did she release the reality series at this random time? Well, that's because she just wanted to. And Britney was sometimes allowed to be her own person. But what if sometimes it could be turned on and off when she was an operative for the government? Maybe like she was being mind controlled by the Illuminati. Oh, geez. So hear me out. The Illuminati can supposedly control everything in their own way. I mean, if we really dig into them, which I know we're going to in a little bit, but if we really dig in, they have so much control and a lot of it goes through high positioned celebrities who can make things happen, especially with the government. So it is believed that there's kind of a co-production, a little co-team of the Illuminati called Project Monarch that can brainwash people, usually celebrities and usually women, into being their little super soldiers. And it is believed that possibly Paris Hilton, Anna Nicole Smith, Amanda Bynes, and Britney Spears were involved in this because they were subjected to being child stars, they were in the limelight, they experienced some trauma, and were then vulnerable enough to kind of go along with Project Monarch. So 
It is believed this could have started back in the Mickey Mouse Club where Britney got her start. Any of these kids were in a position to be brainwashed or to believe anything they were told at the time, so it could have started very early. Also, Britney's first tattoo in her teen years was of a butterfly. So just saying, monarch. There it is, guys. And if anyone remembers, during her meltdown in 2007, she also temporarily adopted a British accent, which people are now pointing out could have been part of her conditioning and being able to maybe become a super spy and travel to other countries and she could disassociate and become these different people. And maybe that's why she got this British accent. Also strange, her friends would say she would talk in a British accent for like certain phases, certain amount of weeks, or even a couple months. And then she would kind of snap out of it and say she didn't even remember talking that way, which also seemed very strange as if she was, you know, being turned off and on of some sort of personality. So that was pointed out several times, which is quite bizarre. But you could also just point to, hey, she was having some mental health issues and what have you, but nothing to scoff at for sure. Um, Also, monarch victims are known to have handlers or people who are responsible for triggering their operative personalities and getting them into gear to do a job. And so then you'd say, well, who was Britney's handler? Well, around 2007, 2008, she had a manager named Sam Lefty or Lutfi, I believe. Yeah, Lutfi. I misspelled it in two different areas. Oops. But he was with Britney during... uh, all of the big public meltdowns. And apparently in 2008, after everything was starting to clear up and she became a part of the conservatorship, they got a restraining order against him because the family just completely did not trust this guy, said he was always giving Brittany bad advice, believed that he was maybe even drugging her to give her the energy and ability to work so much and go on tour and basically just be nonstop. Um, They believed maybe he was giving her stimulants and all kinds of different things. So the family got him out of their lives. And then shortly after, it is believed that he went and worked with Amanda Bynes, who also had a very famous breakdown just Mm -hmm. a few years later. So this guy doesn't look great. And he also doesn't have a ton of background available online. There's little known about him other than he claims to be an independent media production professional, which is a crazy vague title. And could mean so many different things and make it easy for him to slip in and out of jobs in Hollywood. So this guy's super sketchy. He's worked with a couple of ladies who have had some breakdowns. And it's easy to say this guy could have been the Illuminati operative that was working with Britney to make all of this happen with George W. Bush. And I rest my case. I was going to say, uh, the one thing that stood out to me is when you listed the women that supposedly were part of Project Monarch and every single one Uh of them basically have fried brains. Yeah. Like, I don't know a nicer way to say it. seem to have lost it. Yeah. It kind of just seems like their brains have been completely scrambled. I don't know if you've seen Amanda Bynes lately, but she has two face tattoos now. I know. And she's been in and out of rehab and was like engaged to a guy, but then saying she hated him the next week. But now I think is dating a new guy that she met in rehab. And it's yeah, like, and, but that, it's like, that's endless. a lot of celebrities. <laughs> no, that's true. But yeah, the face tattoos and the, and the way she's behavior, dressing now. And, yeah. Yeah. It all seems very erratic. And That's more what I mean with the engagement and, like, the different dating is it all happened in what felt like a three-week period, but she was acting like it was completely normal on her social media, and 
I don't know, the way she addresses people in her Instagram videos, it feels like you're not even watching Amanda Bynes. It's eerie. It's weird. And Britney is the same in her videos. Like, if you go on her TikTok, it's really difficult to watch because you're just like, who is this? This isn't even Britney Spears. Yeah, it's horribly sad. I can't. I can't even sit here and make fun of either of them because I feel like they're both going through something horrible. But it's also bizarre that they were both child stars and both dealt with this same kind of creepy manager. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's worth saying, hey, maybe something, something's going on. I don't know if they're government operatives, but something is weird. Yeah, and I don't know if uh, the mind control... I mean, we all know that the government has effectively done mind control like it it is a thing that they have experimented with and they've they've you know made happen yeah whether or not they've actually used it in the field if you will who's Mm -hmm. to say like how will we ever know? know we won't know until like any documents are declassified would they do it on someone as high profile as a pop star probably not but like the thing is is like they don't have to be mind controlled it could literally be like uh, you know, young women um, and Britney Spears, like, God bless her. She's never been uh, a real thinker. She's never uh-huh. been like a super like intelligent person. Um, totally. And so it wouldn't she even could be, be swayed pretty easily. Yeah. So it, she could be swayed so easily. So if like someone offered, say, her childhood friend that she married randomly for 50 hours, if someone right. offered that guy like, hey, if you ever say you have to sign this in India, you can never, ever, ever tell someone you did this. If you do, it's punishable by fucking death. We'll kill you. Yeah. Also, yeah. here's a million dollars. Yeah. Let's Marry give you her. all the money if you'll be a part of this story and make this crazy splashy headlines for us. Yeah. Yep. It's true. No, exactly. The mind control to me definitely felt like a step too far in the theory. Obviously, it was a fun read and an interesting read like about Project Monarch, but I completely agree. I think she could easily be talked into all the things she was doing or even not necessarily talked into like when it comes to her big public meltdowns and those sort of things like she was just pushed too far. Like people just knew how to push her the right way and force her into things that would drive her to her breaking point. So you can look at it that way, too. But it really just seems like she doesn't have a ton of people in her corner for the most part. I feel like everyone in her life has been wanting to hurt her or take advantage of her in some way or another. And it's just so sad. Yeah. But was she working for George Bush? What's your final say on the information presented to you, Ashley? No. Not even an inkling of a yes. Come on. Uh, I don't believe so. But (laughs) crazier things have happened. You are right. Now, at the end of the day, I don't think so either. But man, I really enjoyed reading that story. (laughs) It was a good time. I want to know what the birth of that story is. Like, where did it come from? Chicken or the egg? Like, were they noticing the randomness of her big headlines big negative headlines were they noticing it in real time was it something like not until bowling for or was it it wasn't it was fahrenheit 9-11 was it like yeah. the the interview she did that made someone go like what the fuck and then started that's looking sort into of what it? i think yeah i agree with you it's hard to say exactly where it was birthed from but i sort of think it's from fahrenheit 9-11 because several people online were like why the hell is britney spears 
so like why is she in this first of all and also like why is she so excited about george bush this seems very strange so i think that maybe kicked things off and then god bless whoever took the time to go through and match (laughs) up all those timelines because that would have taken so much time to come through all the news and be like wait when george bush was doing this what was britney doing oh my gosh like they lined it all up so well (laughs) it was pretty impressive the work that went into it i gotta say well, speaking of the Illuminati, <gasps> yes, that was my that was my segue. That was beautiful. <laughs> well, my research was all over the place this week. I mean, when we started recording, you thought I was uh, talking about a completely different thing. I sure did, <laughs> but as we always say, the stories dictate where we're going to go. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I started out wanting to cover Beyonce because she's kind of like the queen of conspiracies, and there are so many out there about her, ranging from ridiculous to cruel. And I found a lot of really, really interesting stuff, and I might find a way to get all my research to you guys, maybe in like our Facebook group or something. But I thought it would actually be more important and a better use of my time to discuss some celebrity conspiracy theories and explain kind of where they come from and how they are created. And mm-hmm. um, and because I started with B, and I'm still going to use her as a focal point several times, I obviously got very well acquainted with the Illuminati. Of course you did. Which is the one conspiracy that everyone knows, and honestly, the one that every other conspiracy of hers stems from is the Illuminati. So Let's hear it. I actually don't think we've ever gone over this on the show before, but if we have, I apologize. This is going to be like a short refresher about the actual Illuminati, so you can kind of see how it evolved to get to where it is today. So the Illuminati was once a real thing. It was a Bavarian secret society founded in 1776. Um, Basically, they opposed the Roman Catholic Church and their power and wanted to free themselves from both the church and government restrictions. And this was long before anyone had separation of church and state. The churches ruled everything everywhere. Well... It turns out a lot of people felt this way, and the order of the Illuminati became kind of huge. It started with five members, and it grew into thousands, and unfortunately, the more people who know your secret, the harder it is to keep it a secret. Right. So in 1785, secret societies ended up being made illegal and punishable by death, and that was actually really the Illuminati's doing, because... yeah. They were kind of like Scientology because members were in positions of power in several different like civic and state governing bodies. Yeah, they were getting way too much control. Yeah, but they like, like, we got to slow these guys down. They weren't, though. Like, it was very like, uh, this guy um, runs the library. But (laughs) it was like, they were kind of popping up everywhere. And not just like, it wasn't just like this street vendor. It was like people. Sure. Like, I know there was a judge. Um, at the time, who was a part of the Illuminati. So when words started getting around about this, the public started growing concerned because they didn't really, like, know much about them. They just knew that they were secret and they were a society. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) Then several Illuminati court officials gave some some preferential treatment to their fraternity brothers, and that's when kind of all hell broke loose and the government banned secret societies, including the Illuminati, And uh, at that point, several key members had to flee. But some of those who were left decided to break up into smaller groups that pretty much didn't make it far. They they dissolved pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Well, 20 years later, a French publicist and Jesuit priest named Augustin Beruel 
and a British physicist named John Robinson publicized a theory that the Illuminati had survived and that they were actually behind the French Revolution. Oh, that's huge. It is, even, but like... It's super shitty how, of them. What, it, how did? Well, it's how are they backing this up? Yeah, they they wrote a whole book about it, and it honestly it was huge. It like it was a huge hit, hugely popular, huge. It was huge, huge. Even it was so big it made its way to the United States, and that's what brought the Illuminati theory to the United States. And obviously, ah. it really freaked people out. People were like, "What? Yes, how is that possible? That could happen here if they wanted to." Right. However. When conspiracy theorists bring this book up and, and this theory up, they forget to mention that after enough of the, this guy's contemporaries read the book, it was rejected. It was completely false. It was foolish. It didn't make any sense. Mm. It also was kind of shitty to like try and take away like what actually happened in the French Revolution. Right. Taking away from the people who fought and worked yeah. so hard to get change. Yeah. yeah. And and just say like, nope, it was this secret society that didn't even exist at the time. Yeah. They controlled everything. Yeah. And Ugh. pretty much today, most scholars, I couldn't actually find a single scholar that backed it up. but So most of them reject uh, Barrowell's version of the revolution. But that, the book, the work is still super cool and important because it was kind of the first time in history we put political conspiracy theories into writing so -hmm. that's kind of fun yeah it's a big deal but that's kind of the last time we heard from the illuminati um there are several present-day fraternal organizations that claim to be descended from the original bavarian illuminati and even use that as a means to attract membership and get money (laughs) but Uh uh-huh fortunately for us none of them have amassed any significant political power or influence So, you might be wondering, though, how did we become so obsessed with the Illuminati today in the year of our Lord 2020, if this Uh all happened in the 1700s? Actually, it took place in the 1960s. It was a silly little made-up work of fiction. And it basically, back in the, you know, summer of love, when everyone's on drugs and fighting the system and living free from the government and religion... There was a small book called Principia Discordia, and it was basically a parody text for a parody faith. They made up a religion Oh, geez. called Discordianism, and their movement, movement is in quotations because, again, it was not real, was to cause civil disobedience. And the Discordians decided that the world was becoming too authoritarian, too tight, too closed, too controlled. And the way they wanted to shake things up and cause chaos was by spreading disinformation. And the way they wanted to do that was through all kinds of ways, like counterculture, the mainstream media, graffiti, celebrities. And they decided initially to do that by spreading stories about an old secret society called the Illuminati. Ah. The writer of the book was actually a writer for Playboy magazine. Um, oh, goodness. <laughs> and what him and his partner did was they sent fake letters from readers talking about the secret elite organization called the Illuminati. And then they would goodness. send in more letters to contradict the letters they had just written. So what their goal was and what they theorized would happen was that if you give enough contrary points of view on a story, ideally people will start to look at these things and think, Hang on a minute. Can I trust how this information is presented to me? Right. 
And we're seeing that a lot today with COVID. Yeah, that's happening all the time around us with COVID. You know, you can't trust the mainstream media. You know, you've got the CDC telling you to wear a mask. You've got the World Health Organization telling you to social distance. And the president of this country basically saying, don't worry about it. It's going to go away. So people... You're hearing so many (laughs) different things. And that's why it's become political, because we're all being pulled in different directions, depending on which news show we watch. Yeah, no one knows who to listen to. And it's causing all kinds of drama, and it's causing violence, and it's causing death, which is crazy. So anyway, that was their ideal outcome. What they wanted to happen was for people to kind of wake up to reality and to the fact that they were being manipulated to buy and to procreate and to fall in line, etc. They were a little bit... Yeah. They were anarchists, basically. Yeah. Right. So this is kind of crazy and cool. The Illuminati, a myth, then skyrocketed. Uh, But it was all for fun. Like, no one... I'm sure a couple people believed it, but most people were, like, in on the joke. Yeah. So Wilson and another Playboy writer wrote the Illuminatus Trilogy, which was a trilogy of books which attributed several cover-ups from our current time. The assassination of JFK, for example, to the Illuminati. Tricky, tricky. The books were such a surprise success that they were made into a stage play in Liverpool, which actually launched the careers of both Jim Broadbent, who you know from Game of Thrones, and he's also Harold Zidler in Moulin Rouge. Oh, love him. And also Bill Nye, who you guys probably know from Love Actually, Empires of the Caribbean. Yes, ma'am. So in a way, that is amazing. <laughs> they are two actors who do actually owe their careers to the Illuminati because that's know. where they were first seen. Um, you guys are celebrities who have to thank the Illuminati <laughs> gave you your career. So the Illuminati found its way into electronic and punk music. There was even an Illuminati role-playing game that appeared in 1975. But it was a known joke, like I said. Like it was, it was yeah, for fun. Yeah, people were in on it. Yeah. Yeah. What made it serious business was actually the internet. And I'm still Uh. not convinced that the internet was good for mankind, but I guess only time will tell. (laughs) It has a lot of issues. I don't know if I like it. And I'm saying that as a person who has a show on the internet. (laughs) And we use it constantly, of course. But but I feel like maybe if we didn't have it, we'd be better off. It brings so many dangers, too. But continue. So the internet. Um, The problem with a lot of conspiracy theories, and we're seeing this a lot with QAnon, is that people are creating documents, whether it's memes or screenshots or PDFs or whatever, with the information instead of posting links to the information. They're not like sourcing anything they're putting out. Yeah. Obviously, this is for a reason uh, because no one's Mm -hmm. taking the time to research the information themselves. And I don't know if it's a trust thing uh, for the people who aren't taking the time to, like, actually look it up. Like, they see something and they go, okay, that's that's a fact. I don't know if it's a... That's real. I'm going to post yeah, it on Facebook. I don't know if it's a trust thing or if it's a fiction is more fun than fact thing. I guess it kind of depends on uh, why yeah. you're into conspiracy theories. Um, right. But, like, for example, I was talking to a guy on Twitter once, and I was like, this can easily be debunked by a 20-second Google search. And he was like, Google. Yeah, right. Like, I'm going to trust Google. And it was like, fucking, what? It's Google. It's 
Google. It'll bring up sources from every yeah. side of the argument so that you can correctly form your opinion, you big old dummy. And I was like, I use Yahoo then. I don't give a fuck. But like search for like you can you can use multiple sources. I'm not saying like use Google and click on the first one because that's the one. Exactly. Like, but read about. But it. that's called actually doing research because I was going to say I got in the same argument with someone on Facebook who claimed they came out with some stupid QAnon theory and said, I did the research. And someone came back at them and was like, what do you mean by research? And I'm like, well, I read this article and they sent it in and it was a super biased, crazy, not credible source link and so then i came in and sent like five links and was like hey here's some things that are arguing the other point and it's like i'm not saying that these are 100 correct but just read something else for a second and listen to these other people so then you can form a better argument it just it blows my mind that people claim to be investigators and researchers who don't actually look at anything but anyway that was a rant no i totally get it i totally get because the thing is, is that Google does, and maybe this is what he was saying when he was like, like, I, you know, trust Google. Maybe he was saying, because Google will put certain things above, you know, it, sure. in your, in the yeah. results, you know, like certain things will be first. Yeah. And uh, it most of the time has to do with you and the sites that you read. But sometimes mm -hmm. it has to do with like which site is getting the most clicks. It has to do with like analytics right. and shit. But that kind of stuff can be easily manipulated. So, like, I kind of get where he's coming from, but at the same time, no, I don't, because you have fingers <laughs> and you have eyes and you can click on as many links as you want. Anyways. Right, you have the ability. <laughs> so, um, I actually have an example. In 2009, Prince went on a PBS talk show, and Prince was a character. Like, we all know he was a, <laughs> yes. he was a total weirdo. I love him very much. Apparently, he believed in some conspiracies. At one point in the interview, he talks about how he believes in chemtrails. And chemtrails, oh. for anyone who doesn't know, is like when the jets fly over and they leave the trails behind them. Uh, some people think that in those trails are anything from like mind control, uh, droplets, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mind control drugs or like sterilization. You know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. Like they think shit's in it's there. It's something weird. It's been debunked yeah. a billion times, but it's fine. Prince. Yeah. It's, it's false. He actually said in the interview that uh, when he was a kid, he loved seeing the condensation trails after jets flew over, but that he started noticing when several jets would fly over and produce the these condensation trails that everyone in his neighborhood would start fighting, <laughs> which is oh like, my gosh. okay. Oh, boy. But a conspiracy theory came out of that conspiracy theory, and that is that uh, Prince was killed because he was talking about chemtrails. Oh, but, damn. So he did this interview in 2009. He passed mm -hmm. away in 2016, seven years later. Yeah, it was much later. So if you Google Prince chemtrails and you scroll through, you know how like Google, there will be like links, and then below the links are little description of what's in the article. Yeah. If you look at those, um, there was one, for example, the description read, Prince was found dead a few days later. It was the chemtrails. Chemtrails are a popular conspiracy theory, yada, yada, yada. But if you actually take the time to click on the link and read the article, those sentences, Prince was found dead a few days later, <laughs> and it was the chemtrails are in completely different paragraphs, and they're not related to each yep. other whatsoever. 
But people don't know that's how Google works. Like it quotes different areas that you looked up in the search and puts them together so you know that they're in the article you're about to read, but it doesn't mean they're next to each other. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like someone can put that in a meme and say like, you know, on one side it'll be like Prince did this interview talking about chemtrails and then it'll be like Prince died of a mysterious drug overdose. And it's like, okay, sure, but he talked about the chemtrails seven years before he died. You'd think that they would take him out uh, a little faster. One and two, you know, you do this for a reason. Like, there's no links involved. You want yep. people to do their own research, and what they will probably do is type in Prince Kim Trails. Yeah. And that's what they're finding. They're not going to take the time 100%. to click on the link. This also was a huge problem in the Wayfair child sex trafficking conspiracy that was posted oh, earlier this yes. year. There were all these side-by-side photos posted of missing girls next to exorbitantly priced Wayfair items, like pillows and mm-hmm. cheap-looking cabinets. And the best example would be missing 17-year-old Samaya Muman next to a $13,000 white cabinet called the Samaya Five Shelf Storage Cabinet. Samaya, though she did go missing, was located less than a week later, and it was like a year ago. And she even went on Facebook Live to tell people how stupid they were for believing She's this. She's like, I'm fine. <laughs> like, I'm good to yeah, go. Yeah, she was like, this is, you are all so gullible. You're so stupid. All you had to do is Google this. No one took the time to. Uh, but in fact, if you Googled most of these girls, uh, most of them were missing, but also found. And it still mm-hmm. didn't quell the conspiracy. It still did not stop uh conspiracy theorists from running with this to this day people are still believing in it like i thought this had all been squashed and we all realized that this was not true but yeah i still see posts about it on facebook of like have we all forgotten about wayfair i'm like yeah yeah because it's not real (laughs) i'm so confused by it and i won't even lie guys i did buy into it at first we talked about it on our facebook group we all were kind of like guys check this out it's very strange it's bizarre but again do a little research and it turns out it's all garbage yeah i posted it in our facebook group and i was like is anyone else following this and then with but within a couple hours i was able to debunk every single claim that they had made in these like weird posts they got me guys for sure they got us good they got us good so yeah the internet's (laughs) just like a breeding ground for these things because no one actually bothers to take the time to research the information that they're given before it's right. passed along, like you said, before they just post it, repost it to Facebook, where mm-hmm. it's like, did you even? Okay. So anyways, back to the Illuminati. So <laughs> <We're back. laughs> some of the reasons that musicians have been a target for these uh, conspiracies, uh, one of them is the lyrics to music, because lyrics, much like Bible verses, are full of symbolism and imagery. Mm-hmm. True. And getting back to Beyonce a bit. I wanted to use this example. This had a huge uh, conspiracy theory whenever this was, like two, three years ago. Uh, the Becky with the good hair uh-huh. situation. And the yep. full lyric is, he only wants me when I'm not there. He better call Becky with the good hair. I'm sorry that I'm the whitest person. <laughs> and I can't even get that. I loved it. <laughs> so that was off of her album Lemonade, which is autobiographical. And we know that her and Jay-Z had some marital problems. And, sure, sure. Um, infidelity seems to have been one of them. 
So obviously people went nuts trying to figure out who Becky was. And they were pointing fingers at all types of people. I know designer Rachel Roy, for example, eventually things got so bad for her that she had to make her Instagram private because people were being so Yeah, wasn't she getting death threats? Yeah. On everything she posted. I remember that. For no reason, oh because she posted a yeah, picture yeah, of her that said, to go on. good hair, don't care. And oh that was, gosh. that meant that she, she was. That she was Becky. Becky with the good hair and slept with Jay-Z. So. Oh, internet is relentless. Relentless. But here's the thing. So yes, those are the lyrics. But actually, if you ask black women what they feel about the lyrics, they'll tell you that it's a comment on race. And that the Uh inference of the lyric that Becky has desirable sleek hair, while black women like Beyonce have naturally curly texture to their hair. So the lyric not only shines a light on possible infidelity, but also the way that society perceives good hair and bad hair, of which we can see everywhere, seeing as like young black men and women can be sent home from school for wearing braids or like not get a job because they have an afro. It's It's madness. Right. So that's deep, Mm -hmm. but it might be a little too deep because so many conspiracy theories popped out about it, including just recently a Florida politician running for Congress has tweeted about this. Our world is so dumb. Oh, my goodness. What? He tweeted this on July 4th this year. This is what he tweeted. Yes. He said, Beyonce is not even African-American. She is faking this for exposure. Her real name is Anne-Marie Lestrassi. She is Italian. This is all part of the Soros deep state agenda for the Black Lives Matter movement. Beyonce, you are on notice. Hashtag Great Awakening. Hashtag QAnon. Hashtag Trump 2020. Hashtag I'm an ignorant racist. Hashtag why won't the aliens just kill us already? Like this, this was posted by a person running for Congress. I wish you could see my face right now. My jaw is on the floor. My eyes are rolling so far back in my head. I cannot believe this is someone running for Congress. Is that what you said? He's running for Congress? Yeah. Um... What? I can't believe this man is real. I can't believe he publicly posted that and thought it was okay. I can't believe humans are the way they are. I can't believe we have to share this planet with that man. (laughs) Well, he, you know, he's part of this weird uptick in Q people. That's what Q and honors call themselves. Q people who are running for Congress. There are actual, like, possible... winners they have votes that are associated they have with supporters QAnon. yeah who are um they're all running republican tickets like surprise surprise yeah but yeah so this guy There's just no hope for our country it really like it's done it failed we tried it we gave it, didn't it a, our best shot yeah we have to move on so yeah some random person on instagram that went by jjwweebb started this rumor said that b was told by her producers to go black and then you'll have greater audience appeal. And QAnon Ugh. just ran with it. That is just insanity that everyone's looking at this woman who exists and has for a very long time. And there's photo evidence of her being around and being black for many years. And that that is still a statement someone would make. I know. That's the thing is like, it'd be different if we didn't have photos of her and her sister and her father when they were 
literal babies, right. like literal like six years old, then oh maybe God. like you could make this up. But like we have yeah. whatever. No, I can't. You can't. The proof is there. <laughs> so uh, lyrics are a big part of it, uh, especially now that she she and and plenty of other artists are starting to throw little things in there literally just to mess with these people. Mm-hmm. which is hilarious but also at the same time it's like can we not so right. um but that the lyrics obviously weren't what started the Illuminati theory what started the theory is actually imagery beyonce uses a lot of religious iconography in her performances and videos and mm-hmm. uh to anyone who's a fan who actually watches it, it it's basically a play on beyonce being a modern musical goddess which she is yes she is Symbolism isn't only found in lyrics, it's found in album art, it's found in clothing, jewelry, you name it. One huge Illuminati symbol is the triangle. And Mm -hmm. where this came from, again, it didn't come from the original Illuminati. The original Illuminati, uh, their symbol was an owl. So this is just purely made up. But I'll tell you where, I guess, where, where modern day conspiracy theorists kind of took it upon themselves to create the Illuminati uh, symbol as being the triangle. So one, it's an easy shape to see in a lot of things. You can find triangles everywhere. You can make your eyes believe that a triangle (laughs) is all over the damn place. It's easy to get the ball rolling on that one. Uh, Triangles are easy. It started with the Eye of Providence, which is a religious symbol, basically the all-seeing eye of God. And it's Mm -hmm. been around since... Who knows when, but it's been used in America since the 1700s because we chose to use it as a part of the symbolism of the great seal of the United States, which is why it's on our dollars. It is. Now, how it links to the Illuminati is because the Freemasons began to use it as well in 1797. The Freemasons were obviously the christian and they thought the eye was a good symbol because it served as a reminder that you know our thoughts and our deeds are always observed by god Mm -hmm. well conspiracy theorists use that as a signal that the freemasons had a great amount of influence in founding the united states of america but the usa was using the symbol 14 years before the freemasons were so so it doesn't work out you can throw out your weird (laughs) national treasure uh, it treasure is so hunt. national treasure. I love it. So here in America, we started encasing that all-seeing eye in a triangle. And why? I don't know. I assume the triangle represented the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit because they're also V Christian uh, mm-hmm. here in America back then. But it also could have just been appealing to look at. It's a cool design. Yeah. The end. Right. End of story. However, this has led conspiracy theorists to relate anything triangle-shaped to the Illuminati, even though the Illuminati had... No connection to the Freemasons. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just exhausting going back and like actually reading history and being like, oh, you guys just made it up. It was all completely made up. I mean, it's even bringing me back to our conspiracy episode on the Denver airport and how there's like a plaque or some sort of crest outside the airport that has a triangle on it. And everyone lost their damn minds and was like... The Illuminati 100% built this airport, which, Mm -hmm. I mean, the Denver airport, as we all remember, does have so many sketchy things about it (laughs) that you could easily believe any of this. But it was like, oh, no, but that triangle on the plaque, like, it It is the Illuminati. uh, It was the Freemasons symbol that's on the plaque. 
And so but everyone again, was like, it's the Illuminati. the Illuminati. Right. <laughs> it was like everyone ignored the Freemason part of it. And it just became the Illuminati built the Denver airport. It was like, oh, well, how did we get here? How did we get here? I'm lost. Well, uh, so speaking of like triangles, Jay-Z has been known to throw up what, uh, and for anyone yes, who doesn't know, Jay-Z is uh, Beyonce's husband. He's been known to throw up what conspiracy theorists claim to be a triangle with his hands. Mm-hmm. But if you look closely, it's not the shape he's making. It's the shape of a diamond. Mm-hmm. And the reason he does that, slang for diamond is rock. Ah. And Jay-Z's record label is Rockefeller Records. His entertainment company is called Rock Nation. So the symbol is alluding to that. That's his brand. It's a rock. Mm-hmm. It's a diamond. Beyonce obviously throws it up occasionally as well because that's, I mean, it's her husband and, you know, she's part of Rock Nation. And if right. you see other artists like Rihanna, they are also a part of, of that, like whether they're on tour with Jay-Z or, or what have you. It's a diamond. And if you're like, no way this triangle, no way does it mean diamond, we'll get near time machine and head back to the <laughs> 90s when professional wrestler Diamond Dallas Page was throwing up the rock during every <laughs> single match. Yes. Uh, and actually, I, I found this out while researching this. He even sued Jay-Z for using it in oh, 2005. Geez. He's like, yeah. you stole my hand symbol, You stole dude. my diamond. <laughs> That's so funny. To sum it up, like in conclusion, my thing, why is it that Beyonce has so many conspiracy theories surrounding her is the first question I want to answer. And my opinion is racism. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge part. Whether it's straight up like bald face racism or racism you didn't even know that you had in you. I think that these people look at Beyonce and can't fathom how a black woman could possibly become... Um, I mean, the, the successful queen. queen. She's royalty. That she is. Yeah, <laughs> she's amazing. She's she's perfect. one of the most successful people in our country, like in the world. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's racism because I have like white guilt. I think that because a majority of online conspiracy theorists and QAnoners are incredibly racist. Right. It matches up. Yeah. So and and that ties into again it started with the Illuminati stuff and and that's kind of the reason all celebrities have to deal with this Illuminati bullshit and it's because they they live in a different universe than we do. Mhm. And we can't relate to them at all. Yeah. Um like the amount of money and power and how glamorous their lives are yeah, that it's hard bizarre, for us to connect. We can't connect with them and the in that like I can't believe itness is what lends itself to bizarre things like the reptilian elite. Totally. Um, I actually read something, and I wish I could remember where I read it. It was a long time ago. That basically said the thing that ties all conspiracy theories together is power, mm-hmm. because you never hear a conspiracy theory about the homeless guy in the street. Right. It is always about people in power that we yeah. just cannot understand. Like, how did they rise to this power? How are they? maintaining this authority and power how are they able to work this hard i feel like that's another one is people always believe celebrities have clones or like there's some person who looks like them who goes on does performances for them because they can't possibly do all of that and it's like Mm -hmm. we just cannot believe the world of celebrity and the world of higher power we just can't and it's not even like celebrity i mean think about high school yeah. The rumors, the like nasty rumors were always about the popular kids or the teachers, yep. the people that yeah. held the power. Like n- that is no true. one told rumors about 
me. <laughs> no one would care. Like, no one's going to, like... Nobody went through the trouble. Yeah, no one's going to bother. Yeah. Conspiracy theories, like Joe was talking about last week, in a lot of ways shine a light on genuine fears and anxieties about social problems. So... Mm-hmm especially in this moment, but even the last decade, we're struggling to get by week to week. Yeah. Jay-Z and Beyonce will never struggle financially, nor will their children, nor will their grandchildren. And that's just not something we can relate to as people. I can't even wrap my head around that, that how much money they have. It's, it is pretty wild. Yeah. And just thinking like, there's no way they could have amassed that fortune, honestly. Yep. Something has like, to be behind it. Yeah, well, nope. Or they just worked their little buns just, off. Yeah. Or they just worked really, really hard and, <laughs> and happened to be uber crazy talented. talented. Yeah. yeah. I was but like, people Beyonce like, can't, is so talented. Can't believe that. Yep. And that's why this Illuminati stuff. But am I saying that that's ridiculous? The Illuminati doesn't exist anymore. That's a ridiculous. No. Right. Because <laughs> that would make a lot of sense. It would actually make more sense that the Illuminati did exist than they didn't exist. Yeah, the problem is there's there's absolutely no way that the Illuminati exists. I mean, you think about what's that what's that um secret like dinner that happens every year? The Bilderberg meeting. Bilderberg. I was like, that's yeah. the first thing that came up. The Bilderberg meeting? Yeah. So it's uh, an annual conference um established in nineteen fifty four to foster dialogue between Europe and North America. It's a super secret meeting that takes place and there's a, a lot of um, elite politicians that attend and, and you know, billionaires uh-huh. that attend and occasionally famous people that attend. That, to me, is, like, we should call them the Bilderbergs. <laughs> Instead of the Illuminati? Yeah, because, like, that's a real thing that we can be afraid of. I mean, it's sort of like right. the whole, that's like... That's something that we don't understand. Yeah, that's the whole thing, right, that I don't quite understand about these um, conspiracy theories that are happening today with, like, oh, it's the Illuminati. And it's like, well, what? I think it's it's probably the Bilderberg group. Right. You know, or I it's think like... they're um, more likely behind it. Yeah, it's like Chrissy and John Teigen are pedophiles, and they were friends with Jeffrey Epstein and uh, Ghislaine, whatever, what have you. Maxwell, and it's like... yeah. Yeah, but there are actual photos of Trump with them. Right. Why so, are you pointing at Chrissy Teigen right now when there are actual photos of Trump with Jeffrey Epstein countless times? Yeah, and it's like, no, 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 Trump is... He's... He's gonna, he, he's the savior. And it's uh-huh. like, but where's the reasoning? It, it, there's there is no, no reasoning. reasoning. <laughs> That's Everyone, the one thing that I'm like, I can't, I can't get I can't it. Get I don't behind understand it. with you guys. Like all these innocent celebrities who are just trying to tweet about their favorite recipes and <laughs> surviving quarantine are being attacked when Donald Trump came forward and said that he has always respected and liked Ghislaine Maxwell when she was getting arrested. Like he didn't even have a bad word to say about her. And QAnon and most of the Republican Party, sorry to say, was silent. And yeah. nobody was like, um, isn't it weird uh, that excuse me? Trump is like kind of saying he likes this lady? Like nobody cared. It was just like, nope, Trump is basically Jesus Christ and Chrissy Teigen needs to burn in hell. It made mm-hmm. no sense. I can't Well, because that's the it. thing is like thinking that Trump was involved in Jeffrey Epstein stuff, that is a conspiracy theory. And that is a, mm-hmm. a, uh, a conspiracy theory 
that I understand. It's got juice behind it. It's got, right. you know, there are... It, it has things that make sense to support it. There are it. photos. There are articles you can read. There, are, There's a history. There, and to right. shove all that aside and to go with this other conspiracy theory that literally was made up out of thin air... Uh-huh. Um, just I can't I can't wrap my it's, brain around it. I don't get it. It's baffling for sure. And I also have to point out the adorable sentence that you uttered earlier of Chrissy and John Teagan instead of calling him <laughs> John Legend. <laughs> <laughs> but also like they're Chrissy and John Teagan. <laughs> they are. He's definitely like it's Chrissy's husband. I'm Let's sorry. Like, no, what it, does he I just even do? It was so adorable. <laughs> Chrissy and John Teagan, guys. Uh, that's so funny. Uh, I'm gonna tell her about it. We're basically best friends. You are. She'll She's one it. of those people, though, too. That like those celebrities that like you feel like you're friends with. Oh my gosh, yes. Because you read so much of their Twitter that you're like, we're friends, right? I know. I've, I feel like I've read every tweet she's ever posted, and I'm like, I fully know who you are, and feel like I'm sitting in your living room with you, I've having done that a glass of wine with celebrities too. And I'm trying to think of one. Oh man, I'm not going to be able to either. There was some celebrity that I ran into at a restaurant, and I had seen them in so many things. Damn it. Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm just like, I'm gonna edit in the name here. <laughs> but you saw them the at a restaurant is. and saw felt like you could walk up and, and say- I legitimately <laughs> almost was like hey like I almost did that because yep. I was so convinced that they were my friend and I was theirs I've been there with I mean you know me it was a reality star because I love trash reality it was a cast member from Vanderpump Rules who she's actually currently under fire for being racist in the past so my oh, love no. for her okay. has gone down a little bit but her name is Stasi, and she i still the credit i will give her is she is like the best character on that show she's such a bitch she's so feisty it's great so i'd watched so much vanderpump rules i had stalked her instagram and her twitter countless times that i saw her at this restaurant and legitimately felt that i had the strength in me to just stand up and walk over to her table and i had to like <laughs> kind of slap myself across the face and be like lauren sit down you don't know her she'll probably throw water in your face like sit down but i was really close i really wanted to say hello i bet that happens to celebrities though i guarantee have they imagine. have people that come up to them that are just like hey oh my gosh and then it's like hey, i'm sorry i just treated you like i knew you I know. It's like it happens all the time. That's sort of when you put your happens. life out there like that, you'd think. Anyways. Well, um, yeah, I I feel like I don't need to read my second story. I'll keep it in my back pocket, but listeners, I do have another conspiracy theory that's a little more serious. It was supposed to be more on last week's episode with Ashley and Joe. It's more fitting for that one, but I'm just gonna save it for a future save episode. It. Um, it's, it's a good Lauren- one earlier because i haven't heard her story we're gonna we'll do some sort of helter skelter episode or something this month um and we'll throw it in so you guys will get to hear it too yeah for sure but that is all the time we have this week for keep it weird thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our show we love you we love so much Thank you to our listeners who have been reviewing our show on iTunes and making sure we remain a five-star podcast. You're all amazing. 
Um, thank you to our listeners who donate to our Patreon. You guys are amazing as well, and we couldn't do this show without you. So, um, it, like I said earlier, if you want to join this elite group, please head over to www.patreon.com slash keepitweirdpodcast, and you'll get bonus newsletters and episodes every month. You can also support the show by following us on social media at Keep It Weirdcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you can get yourself some Keep It Weird merch from our Etsy store at www.etsy.com slash shop slash Keep It Weird Podcast. I'm pretty sure that our warehouse is caught up uh, on orders and with COVID. So there's no longer a month long (laughs) wait after you purchase a shirt. So get that merch. What's our sign off? Oh, goodness. She's so lucky. I was trying to go back to She's her a older star, song. But, but she cries, 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 and hello. Which, that could be a song that's pointing to how badly she Dude, was seriously, treated. Seriously, yeah. Oh, gosh. Why now I'm blanking on both of them. Tears, tears come at night. That's a bad song. I mean, song. I think that's a great sign off. Yeah, <laughs> just sure. Just singing lucky. Just a real... Here's a really bad song for you guys. This one goes out to <laughs> all the the people in the world who's who uh, whose minds are being controlled <laughs> by the monarch project the monarch or whatever project. the hell. We're a mess. Um, um, we're keep a it, hot keep mess it with weird. this keep, keep, <laughs> keep it. Keep it weird. Keep it weird, guys. <laughs> Help. Oh boy. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs>